Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back to another edition of the Sick Podcast Talking Titans. Jared Twitter, you just got to get him in here. Um, but we will do that momentarily. Nevertheless, we got one more week uh, of this absolute shit show of a season to get through. And then it's on to 2024 and uh, all the great things that we hope to see in that uh, next coming season. So let's jump right into it. Start me up. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans. He is the baddest man in the NFL. And he just took her to the house. The Sickest Tennessee Titans Podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. There he is. I'm back. <laughs> we, we found him. Uh, it was good to get that one intro in just me, though, just in case. A little solo know. action. A little solo action. It hurt nobody. But, uh, yes, welcome back, of course, everyone in the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I'm joined by Jarrett. Vin might be jumping in halfway into this. He's got a little work thing he's finishing up. But, uh, as I mentioned in the intro, we got one more week of this disaster season to get through, and then we're on to the offseason in 2024. Um, I guess the, the most current event that's been going on with the team as of now, or at least the topic that's on everyone's mind, is the situation with Mike Rabel. Uh, there's a lot of um, noise going on uh, from the podium, from, from Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, about some turmoil that's going on within the, the organization and the, uh, the locker room. Now, some people are just crying fake news one of which might be in the show right now. But nevertheless, uh, where there's smoke, there's fire, at least where, where I come from. So um, I don't know. What, what, let's get more an in-depth in uh, description of what you think's going on here, Jared, and uh, what you think the solution will be. Well, first off, let's roll this clip because it'll be more of a, what our audience is going to be talking about so we can dive into it. So, uh, Shane, roll that clip for us. I, I, I don't. I don't because, again, if we – believed everything that was on social media, you know, it would be Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the No Tooth Fairy and all that. So um, I, I really um, have never responded to any of those, and we're not going to start now. Uh, I, I, I know where we're at as, a, as an organization. I'm excited to, um, to to build this thing and to fix this thing and, and, and get it uh, – to where we want it to be, to, to win championships with Rick Moran and Chad and A-Rob and a coaching staff and, and everybody. I mean, that's that's what our goal is. So 
Um, but, but no, the, the social media and, and where that is, I, I, I can't focus on that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if I believed everything that was on the internet, uh, I would have thought that we had some fucking depth on this team this year and we wouldn't be an absolute embarrassment, but you know, not everything you see on the internet is true. So it's so true. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of clickbait out there. I mean, you know who people are trying to rush the stories, breaking stuff, especially with Jason Lockafora, who's a schmuck. We don't, I mean, I don't, I'm I'm personally not going to believe anything he says anymore. So, uh, I mean, of course there's a lot of turmoil with Belichick leaving new England. He's got an emergency meeting on Monday. Who knows what what he's going to go after. Vrabel says he's staying here. I solely believe it. I mean, we could start rumors between me and you right now. We can go on our Twitter right now and say, got sources, Vrabel's leaving. You could say sources, he's not leaving. I mean, that's why I'm not believing anything, and I solely believe that Vrabel's here to stay. Maybe not Maybe not all of next year. If, if it goes this bad next year, uh, I'm going to be solely out on it. But like I said, I am, I'm full go with oh, the whole so rebuild. Three years in a row. No, not three, three years, years in a row. Will be your, you're uh, you're, your, you're your a football final. fan. I'm, I'm going to still stay on it. I mean, there's there's people throwing a million stats out this whole week of of the roster that's been really bad recently. We're, we've been dealt with injuries. It's ridiculous. No coach can survive it. I understand what your what your argument was uh, with Mike Tomlin and, and Jim Harbaugh. I mean, clearly those rosters are way better than us. I mean, after we fell off the Taylor Lewan, the Ben Jones, the Roger Staffold, um, the Jack Conklins of the world, the Dennis Kellys of the world of offensive line, we we can't we couldn't draft offensive linemen, homegrown talent like you said or Vin said last show that we were on. Happy New Year, by the way, to all of our listeners New as well. Um, we 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 couldn't seem the replacements for those guys, and now I'm I'm starting to believe that we may go left tackle in this draft but we'll get let's draft talk we're we're, we're, we're not there just yet yeah. but um i solely believe that mike Vrabel is going to be uh, the head coach of this football team uh going forward next year and i think he cleared waves and airwaves especially with that clip i mean we don't have that clip right now but uh i was in a meeting as well when, when he when he said that uh he it fucking sucks to lose um clearly you see the fire in him um and, you know, he apologized in the press conference in that same press conference we just showed uh, about his language. But I just love seeing that as a head coach, as a father. I would I would be just as pissed off if my kids weren't doing uh, as great in sports as, as you, if you weren't doing good at work. I, just to see that fire and care, because you guys have been saying it, that he doesn't care. He looks lackadaisical, which I agree with you, that he does look lackadaisical on the podium. Because you know what? Losing does suck. I don't think he doesn't care. I, I, I haven't said – oh, I, I have said that before, but I haven't said that recently. Yeah, no, I think he cares. I don't think he wants to lose. I just don't think he's a good coach, and he's upset about the situation that he's in because he can't coach anybody up. You know, he can't develop any fucking players on either side of the ball. He has got he has no depth on his team, and everyone – and their mother, you know, luckily is giving them the benefit of the doubt uh, that because the roster is so poor, in which he had a very big hand in creating, uh, that's why he can't succeed. And luckily, there's enough fans that are sipping on the Kool Aid, um, you know, that it's because of the lack of talent on this roster that we can't take the final step. Uh, and not realizing that part of the pieces that are preventing us from taking the final step uh, are the likes of Todd Downing and Tim Kelly, etc. Are Mike Vrabel decisions? I'm not necessarily. I'm not cutting you off because we always do this on the show. Yeah, so you you, you could you could slap me right in the face whenever you want to cut me off right now too. But um, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, that's that's the kids upstairs oh, okay. too. I want to make sure it wasn't like some of your computer. That you know, nah, nah. If you got yeah. if you guys hear the background noise, it's it's the kids upstairs. You're I good. Mean, You're I, good I, got, I got no help on it. But um, what was I? What was what were we just talking about? We were talking about uh, Vrabel and how uh, I, he didn't, he didn't have a hand in any of the the pieces yes. that were brought in here. So and, oh, the Tim Kelly situation. Like I said, I'm not I'm not fully out on Tim Kelly just yet. Yes, it was a bad year. Yes, we had ups and downs with the offensive line. When you protect your quarterback and he gets blitzed and and sacked fifty percent of his time on dropbacks, and we have uh, a tackle and a are both tackles in our centers that have tw- let up tw- twenty five sacks, and our and our center is the most. Pressures allowed in the league. I mean, you. What are you working with when you're dropping back? That's why Jared, Vrabel said. Hold on, Steelers hold on, hold are on in one the playoff second. race with Kenny Pickett, dude. Hold, I don't want to hear it, man. Mason, Mason Rudolph. I understand that whole fact yeah. with that. Okay, but when you look at the statistics of our wide receivers, which shocked the hell out of me again, because people are throwing out stats this week. Our, our separation and our yards, uh, our yak yards and uh, yards per route are top five in the league. So he's scheming up the plays. It's just either the quarterback is not getting the ball to them, which is not Tim Kelly's fault, one. And two, it's the line not giving the quarterback enough pressure. I mean, not giving uh, the line – the line's not giving uh, the quarterback enough time to throw the ball. There's no so that's stats what- that are going to tell me – that it's the right fucking decision to run the ball on every first down, Jack. I'm not. I'm not. Ag- I am a totally agreeing with you on that. Yes, there, the there needs to be more. Of there needs to be more play action. Calling. There needs to be more play action. Like Vrabel said in that press conference yesterday, uh, I, I forgot who 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 asked it. I don't know if t- if it was Terry or or Jim Wyatt or or any of the reporters out there. I'm sorry, but they said. Instead of running the ball on first down, why not scheme up plays to throw the ball more play action? He said, "Well, to win in this league, we're not we're not going to be a team where we're going to sit back and drop back, which fans love. We want to see it. I want to see it too. But you got to be able to run the football at times, not all the time. Jared, come not on. I know, you wanna, I know you want to disagree with me. Sal, Sal, I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. How fucking egregious is that statement, dude? No, I'm not saying run the ball constantly. I want to be like Kansas City, Isaiah Pacheco on certain. They have an elite quarterback who throws the ball 35 times a game. Of course, I want to be like that. Now that we have Will Levis, they're, we're they're, still not doing that. We're still you, running the ball thirty on, times a game. In respect to Derrick Henry, who knows if it's his last last game? Which oh, is, now we again now we're back to respecting Derrick Henry. Who knows do we want what their game plan is? Or do we want to just make this Derek year Henry was over? Famer? This this year this year was over five uh, three games ago. That's another thing too. As people saying, oh yeah, I want to win for Derrick Henry last home game. No, we don't. Are you fucking nuts? We have a chance to be a top five pick. Are you worried about Derrick Henry's last home game? Who gives a fuck, man? This is the stuff that drives me insane. I'm sorry, <laughs> folks, and I care more than you. I'm sorry for the people in the chat that call me a diva, this, that, blah, 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 blah. I care. I have this team's logo tattooed on my fucking body. I give a fucking shit. I want to win a Super Bowl. We need to win. We need to throw. We need to be a progressive offense like the rest of the elite teams in this football league. We've tried to be this ground and pound team for the last fucking 20 years it's gotten us to a super bowl fucking a century ago it's not gonna happen anymore 
It's not. You know it, Jared. Well, I know it, but listen, when you you can't just throw the ball 75 times. So when he's saying that, and as football fans and, and, and guys that break down film and, and do podcasts and everything, you have to be able to run the ball at least 17 to 20 times a game and throw the ball at least 30 to You know how you're able to do that, Jared? Times? By establish- being fucking but by being different, by being creative, yes, you're going to be able I'm to throw the you ball with that. when when you you're going to be able to throw the ball when they're expecting the pass. You're going to be able to yeah. pass the ball when they're expecting the run. Yeah, when all you, you do is almost. one thing every week at the same point of the game every week, it's not going to allow either of those things to happen. It's common sense. When everyone on this spinning rock knows we're running the ball on first down, how is that going to help the passing game? It's never going to help the passing game. That was a big now advocate. you're always going to have two downs only to throw the ball. You're never going to have to worry about three downs to throw. I was the big advocate always for the first down play action. I love that. Well, Even it, changing, Jared. Well, now we'll see what happens next year. This You, you could throw this all out ne- uh, next year. I want to see what – and we have this whole offseason. After after the show, we're going to have Black Monday. We're going to see what Vrabel actually does or Vrabel can be canned. We already know that. It's not going to happen. Amy already said it, but who knows? We'll see what happens. If he fires one of his coaches, he already fired um, uh, Craig Ackerman. We'll see if uh, Shane Bowen goes, if, if if a secondary coach goes, which I highly doubt it because Chris Harris, he brought in from Washington. And he was a highly so you think no one's gone? You think no one's gone? I don't want to break that down just yet until Monday. Jared, we have two seasons of embarrassment. Football. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about it. I want to watch this game and I want to make I don't want I don't want to bring this into an offseason show right now. Monday, we can break down the whole entire roster. We can break down the whole entire coaching staff. We can break down the game. I, I just want to focus on the Vrabel, the game. I know and we'll see what happens. But, but you're saying out loud how you don't think you don't know if you want to get rid of this guy. Everyone no, no, should be gone. I'm just I'm just saying in general. In general, I don't know what's gonna happen. Everybody's Black worried Monday. about you know uh Levis. Having to deal with another coordinator. I think Levis wants to fucking throw the football and be a quarterback. That's what I think he wants. I think he wants to be protected. So why don't we focus on protecting the quarterback? One. And we can focus on getting, getting him weapons. Weapons and, and being more True. of a yeah, of course. But because there's one weapon on that team that he's throwing the ball to. And I don't give a shit. People can come after me saying, oh, well, Chick turned it on. Chick turned it on. He could be the, be- no. the best uh, t- tight end in franchise history, which when I read that, I almost puked. That he could be the first franchise uh, tight end in franchise history to reach 1,000 yards in two, in two seasons. I don't know how that's possible, but whatever. Damn. It's very quiet. Very quiet Quite from him. Time. We need playmakers surrounding Will Levis so we can air it out. Okay? This is where I'm coming with you. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I just say we have to run the ball, but we have to throw it in this league. We we have Tajay Spears, who complements the prototypical running back in the NFL today. I'm not. I'm not guaranteeing anything you're, about. You're, you're contradicting yourself because no, Mike no, Rabel's never going to be that coach. He you well, just said he admitted it. He, he got to be a team com- that runs the football, runs the football, and throws it. it. You have to be complimentary. So when you were, what you just said, not been when you expect to run, not right he's now. He's not been complimentary since he's been a football coach in the NFL. So well, why that, do we expect it to happen all of a sudden? In well, the six years he's been the coach, we've never had complimentary football. We've been dude. a th- we've been a run first offense, no matter who we have. AJ Brown, Julio Jones, doesn't matter. Since he's been the coach of the Titans, we've been run first, win the game at the end every single year. Why now in year seven do you believe that everything's going to change? It's not. He brings the same fucking people in every year. His buddies that he can be put, you can use his puppets and they can do the same thing. Downing, 
Kelly, Arthur Smith, the fucking guy from Green Bay. Did they have success here and there? Sure, because they had superstar players. It doesn't mean their philosophy was kind of old and used and doesn't work. And it's true. That's why Atlanta has the worst fucking offense in the league. And Green Bay can't get anything consistent going. Because the, I mean, it's, it's just the same philosophy every year. Run, run, run. Win possession. I mean, it's just. Well, it's I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't say we were. A, yes. Um. Listen. We have a gen. We had a generational running back. We could still have. I don't know yet. We had a generational running back. You're going to give him obviously the rock, especially Derrick Henry had 2,000 yards, and and both of our receivers at the time, Corey Davis and uh, AJ Brown, had thousand yard uh, receiving years. So we threw the ball and ran the ball. That's complimentary in football in my eyes. So I think they want to get back to that point. But then again, we had nobody. We had DeAndre Hopkins, a 30-year-old wide receiver who was still great with 1,000 yards this year, throwing with, with, with pairing it up with the run game with um, Derrick Henry. So you know if they stack the box with him and triple DeAndre Hopkins, that's that's the game plan for, uh, against the Titans this year. Well, then you got, Especially, well, then that's you got, why I'm saying we have to surround him like I agree with you. Surround him like Vin always says with an offensive line. You build the offensive line and you surround him with weapons like you just said. We are going to do better next year, and I solely believe that with with $100 million and us picking anywhere from four now to eight, depending on this weekend. Yeah, so that's it's a, a that very is, exciting offseason it's going to be. That is absolutely monstrous. Absolutely. To be, to be four and eight is a huge difference in this, in this draft. draft class. Yep. Huge difference. So everyone who's like, it could be Derrick Henry's last game. I'm rooting for him to win. I don't give a fuck. I don't get – we need to lose the game. If you want to win a Super Bowl anytime in the next millennium, we need to lose this game. Like, point blank. Not to, Especially a team that cannot draft predominantly has a lot of trouble drafting. Like, no, 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 no. It just, it just can't happen, guys. I'm sorry. I wish Derek Henry will stay. I hope we'll take $6 million next year. You know, and be like a a, a five to, to or ten to fifteen carrier guy year guy because Spears has to be the focal Absolutely. focal point of the offense next year. That goes without saying. A fucking blind person can see it. It's just like you know, we've been waiting for change for year after year after year, and we and we we make ourselves believe the change is going to come right. So Ryan Tannehill is going to take another step. Or he's going to let the demons go. And then he doesn't do it. Okay. One more year. The last ride. He's a joke. He gets hurt. Will Levis comes in. Turns out he's actually better. Turns out he should have started from day one. Okay. We let that go. We didn't get upset at anyone. We'll say that it's because of the offensive line being so bad that we would never think to put the rookie in there first. That's bullshit. They didn't know Levis was better. And they, got, they stepped in shit and found out. Because they had fucking Malik as the second guy up until the time that Tannehill got hurt. Um, and now we're just going to be content that we're going to figure it out again. Vrabel's going to figure it out. He's going to find the right guy at coordinator. He's going to find the right fucking talent and offensive line. Develop them. Every, I'm done. I'm done waiting, dude. Look at these other coaches. Like, it's happening like this. Detroit happened like this. Well, they, okay, like they I were, said, they had a ton of money that offseason when Dan Campbell came in, and they had a ton of draft picks. We can do that. You know what like Detroit says, also we does? can turn it around they in one year. Football, Absolutely. Lot. And now we, we have that gunslinger. Up. And we have that gunslinger now. Surround well, him with we talent. Didn't do it with him for fucking half Burks, of the year this year. Burks ain't it. 
uh, Nick Westbrook Aquina. He could okay. be a uh, wide receiver I'll four. Shake, shake ain't it. We need a T Higgins, and we need the, the the wide receivers in this draft class. I know you guys don't watch a lot of college football. You have Xavier Worthy out there. You have Troy Franklin out of um, Oregon. You got a ton of guys. We uh, can't let, miss though, Jarrett. Absolutely not. There's so much talent in this draft at wide class. receiver in this draft. And Whoever it's going to be, whether it's going to be pick number one or pick number two, because my hand to God, if it is not number one or two in this draft, oh, there is going to be hell to pay unless they're planning on giving Hopkins an extension and giving Higgins a blank check. If they're not planning on doing either of those things, then pick one or two better be receiver. And whichever one's going to be receiver, it cannot be another Traylon Burks. It no. cannot be a fucking Des Fitzpatrick. It cannot. It cannot be another Kendall Wright, Corey Davis. No, 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 no. That is why I'm skeptical about using another top 10 pick on a lineman when we don't even know if our top 10 lineman of last year is worth a damn. We don't know. PFF is telling us he's not. We think that he is. God willing, we find out next year he is. But I'm very skeptical about it. And it ain't about just being flashy and Marvin Howard. We need a young receiver to grow with this kid in this new stadium that's going to be here for a decade. And there is maybe two guys that is like shooting a giant fish in a small barrel. And that's just my opinion. But I don't know as much as you in college football. But if they're going to take another one of those guys that is, you know, a wide receiver in a deep draft, I don't want to deal with the risk of them not being good. Now, listen, and, I'm, a, I'm a fan you know, just as much as you. I want that. I, I was going to, I still want to save it for another show for the offseason because I still want to keep on line on week 18 because I have a lot to say about the draft, how I would fix the line, who I would go after, just as much as you guys want to talk about the draft in the offseason. Like I said, it's going to be exciting as hell covering this team in the offseason, bringing in a ton of guests, a ton of fans. Um, cause you guys know, we, we have all the best reporters, Jim Wyatt. We have Kayla Anderson. We have TD come on the show. Uh, Brett uh, Dowtry uh, likes to come on too as well. So we're going to bring in everybody this offseason. So buckle up for yourselves because it's going to be a hell of a ride this offseason. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a hell of a ride. And uh, all I hope is that, you know, it's there's a lot of change. That's it. That's all we can just – we can just – to keep it simple, hope for a lot of change. Where the change is going to come, I'll leave that up. leave that up to Ran and Amy considering – Hopefully that they have the most say in this whole thing uh, instead of Rabel because my money is on Rabel has the most say in this whole fucking franchise, which is if it is the case, then I think you would have to say, Jared, he needs to go if he does have the most say because we're going on back-to-back -back embarrassing years. Would you agree that if it comes out that he is the ringleader here, that he should take a fucking walk? Can you say that on the show? Oh yeah, if, th okay. if that's the case. But that that like I said, I, that's why I'm I'm still I'm still giving it a, another year. Vrabel's a great coach. You hear it all all over the place. Yes, the roster. That's why I keep going back to the roster. Kayla has said it. Uh, Teron Davenport has said it as well. The roster has hindered so many things over here. The draft picks. I forgot who. Uh, who uh, posted the stat, I think 39% or, or 40% of the draft picks in the recent years are not even on active rosters anymore. You know who can say that, though, Jared? You know who has a right to say that? Frank Reich, okay? Frank Reich got fired half of a year into his tender in uh, Carolina. Carolina. 
because his team was abysmal and he had no talent around him. Okay. Mike Vrabel is about to enter his seventh year, right? Am I correct? His seventh year? Seventh year as head coach. Why and how are we making roster excuses as to why he is not a good coach? I don't understand this. I genuinely don't. Would you be making excuses for Bill Belichick in his 40th year as Patriot head coach that his roster isn't good enough? I don't think so. So why is it that Mike Vrabel gets this this, this crutch to lean on that his team he's had control of the better part of a decade isn't good? I, it just blows my mind, and we're only going to lay blame on the past general manager as to how many woes this team has. It's mind-blowing to me. I don't care how much you like the guy or not. I mean, it's just kind of nuts to me. But if you're right and there's nothing we can do. I'm just – listen, I'm talking I'm talking just like you, just like we're on this podcast. I have my opinion, Vin, you, everybody has their opinion. Uh all every the truth is in that building. So who knows? Like I said, Kayla, we, we bring all the best guests in. Like we said, they said that they didn't mesh well. Maybe, maybe that was the case. And John Robinson had more say, and Vrabel didn't like it, and he wanted to work together more. Or it what could is- be the opposite. I don't know. You don't know. Vin doesn't know. Anybody doesn't know what, what happened on in that building. I don't know. That's why I'm saying I respect your opinion. I respect Vin's opinion. And my opinion as well, just because that's what makes this. Opinion, that, no, no, I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about that. That's why the, the, what makes this show great because me and you go at it, me and Vin go at it, you and Vin go at it. We all have our opinions, and we all try to cohesively come together, or or we don't come together at all. That's that's why I I love talking to you guys because whether people like it or not, find us entertaining, which a lot of us, a lot of people find us entertaining. It's because. We care solely about this yeah. football team. Yeah, uh, it's just plain and simple. And you know what else? It's also a, a really good way to show people, like, because it's a big problem right now, not just in sports, just in general in the world. If you disagree with somebody, it's okay. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, you, you would never know it on Twitter because you know you disagree with someone and then they say that you're a fucking asshole. You know, yeah. die slow, shit like that. And then, uh, you know, we do it on a, on, a, on, a, on a weekly basis. You know, I call Vinny Stevie Wonder with his eye rolls and everything. And, you know, we, we, we pick back up like nothing happened. That's just the way it is. it's supposed to be. And yeah. if, you're, if you're a good-hearted person that, you know, isn't a jackass, that's how it always is. You know, you, you argue about something. But when you're part of something big, you know, the big part of what you're you're in is what matters more than just individual. And that's how we look at it. You know, we're fans. We're all fans. We're all in this together. We all want to hug each other and cry when the Titans win a Super Bowl, right? We and don't go want streaking. to be like, absolutely. You know, there's fans in this fan base, literally, that watch this show and are commenting on this show every week that would rather say, uh, oh, told you, Sal, Vrabel could win a Super Bowl. Don't turn around now if we won rather than just being excited. There's miserable, pe- miserable people out there. That's that's the unfortunate thing um, because they try to ruin that moment for me just because I was upset uh, at our head coach allowing our team to be abysmal for two calendar years. But with that being said, let's get into the score. Jarrett, kick it off. What are you thinking this week against those Jaguars? Listen, I can see. I can see the Titans pulling this off. Yes, I totally agree with you on that. Just because when, when I when I heard, listened to Rabel's press conference yesterday and he said, listen, they played spoiler to us. We were in this predicament last year. We win. We're in the playoffs. They're coming to Nashville now. 
They're, they win. They win the AFC South. They host a playoff game. If yeah, they the lose, difference is we would have we would have made the playoffs. Yes, I understand. Now they they can win with a win. We can knock them out on our home turf. It could be uh, Derrick Henry's last game, like you said. Vrabel said he doesn't give a shit. He wants to go out on a positive. You, you know, want no them can... to win, don't they? I you don't. do. You I do. Don't. You let me do. Fin- let me finish. I don't want them to win. Of course, if this was a game on the line, I want them to win. Sure. Obviously, yes. But uh, do I see it? Depending on actually, Sal, depending on the quarterback situation, because we don't know yet. There's a lot of incentives uh, for this game with Arden Key needing a sack for an incentive, DeAndre Hopkins to go uh, 30 or 50 yards for incentives. Um, but I'm still picking the Jaguars to win this game. But it's going to be close. I think it's going to be another 24 to 20 game, uh, depending on the quarterback. Listen, I'm going to give you two predictions. If it's Ryan Tannehill starting this game, it's going to be 24 to 16. If it's Will Levis playing this game, I think it's going to be 24 20 or 24 21. Oh Jaguars. Wait, so you think if Will Levis plays, we'll score more points? Uh, that that I uh, listen. I said that on the show I know, I uh, multiple it times. That never when gets this, old. When this, no, I know when this offense has Will Levis, it brings a different dimension, a different swag to it. And it, it clearly, from the beginning of the season, our point total was I think sixteen point nine. With Will Levis starting now, it jumped up to like eighteen point six or something. So clearly, it's an advantage with uh with him. And plus, we scored twenty eight points with Will Levis three uh, three out of is how many games he started so yeah I'm, I'm in i'm in on it right now well you want to, it sounds like you want him to play i don't want him to fuck no, I, I i don't that's why i said if he does i don't sit sit him rest him full go next year yeah i i mean i love his fire and desire to win to play but he can't play he just cannot play if he does I'll be forced to watch the game because I will not miss a Will Levis start for the rest of my I, life. I cannot watch him get crushed by an offense. Uh, but I will not watch Ryan Tannehill play because that, you know, the Titans are supposed to bring me joy. You know, that is the only reason why they, they are they are the most important thing to me outside of family, health, friends, and career. Um, but I they cannot bring me joy with a five-win se- game season going into week 18, Ryan Tannehill starting. So, uh, and if by chance they do well, uh, performance wise, then that would just be an even more miserable feeling, uh, cause it's putting out a, putting us farther away for, uh, from an opportunity to get a franchise changing player at whatever position it would be. Uh, because you could say what you want, the higher you are up in the draft, the better chances you are of getting a player that's going to change your franchise. So that's just the reality of the situation. Uh, I do not think Levis is going to start, and I'm going to say a prayer tonight that he doesn't. So I'm going to assume Tannehill plays. If he does, I think the final score is going to be 24 to 10. Um, obviously, Jacksonville needs this game. They're much better, much much better team, top to bottom, including coaching. Uh, so yeah, that that that's where I'm going. 24 10. They take care of business, just like they did last year. Uh, this time in our building. It's going to be a sour taste in everyone's mouth with 10 points uh, as the final season. But, like I said, Black Monday is not going to be a surprising feeling in everyone's mouth. No, it's not. But Black Monday is right around the corner. Who who knows what happens? So, the offseason is almost here, Titan fans. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Last thing I want to say before we go, I don't have any personal vendetta against Mike Vrabel. Anyone who's followed me on social media or this show knows, just like Ryan Tannehill, there were plenty of moments when I was fully invested and had their back 120%. But every camel has a hump. 
and we're over the hump on both of these dudes, and I can't do it anymore. So that's just the way it is. I respect you guys for continuing to support him. I don't think there's any reason why you should, you should, you know, be uh, egregious and, and disrespectful to anyone who doesn't support him because there's plenty of plenty of evidence to show that it wouldn't hurt to give maybe something else a different shot. So with that being said, guys, hope everyone had a fantastic New Year's Eve and a great start to the new year. Uh, we'll be back next week to wrap up the regular season and get right into that offseason. Uh, hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your night. Great day, great week. And as always, tighten up. Send me out, Shane. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.